All right, this is Randalicious. Welcome to the 79th Texas Podcast. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the new owners of Jagex, the um, Pulse 71 dev blog, the Gillinor Gazette for May, and more. This and all future Hexes podcasts are available on all of the normal um, streaming platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on. Uh, check out the Hexes podcast site. They'll be linked in the description. Um, open up the clan discord um, and we got competitions going in there and other podcast related things so um, there's a link that you can uh, join there I'll put that in the twitch chat and it'll be linked in the description as well so let's get to it I'm Randalicious and I'm the leader of Hexus Dan Gleesack general in Hexus and uh, top prospect for new podcast after Randy's performance <laughs> Abra, Bronze, Ryan Hexus, and person that's not the one messing things up today. Celestris, Corporal, and Hexus, and Asus, Stepdad. And I'm the Stoopy. I am a co leader in a different clan called the Family. All right, so just a heads up we got the free membership going on right now with Twitch Prime available for redemption. Uh, you get 14 days of membership credited to your account. Make sure you take advantage of this opportunity. Get that membership. And, uh, you know, if you're able to get that, that means you got, like, the Twitch Prime. So th 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 throw, me, throw me a bone. Use that Prime sub on me. God bless. So. That was tough. Five bucks, isn't a, hey, five it, bucks isn't a lot. It well, it, it's it's not it's not that like it's free. Like all you have to do is just click the subscribe free button. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm memeing. So, God thank you guys for your support. Um, Dan, so you um run our competitions. We got one going on right now. Can you uh, tell everyone about our competition that's going on? And um, you know. It's been something we've been doing for uh, a couple of years is these comp points, but can you uh, tell everyone hap what happens with their comp points that they can win from this past and future comps and the kind of like regularity um, with it? I would love to, Randy. Thank you. Um, so yeah, right now we're doing a 48-hour Hexus comp, always open to the public. Um, it is a four-man team against each other, so... The way I do the comps is the winner will get five points, second place three points, uh, third place one point. Then also Hexus runs uh, the comps themselves like within the clan every month. So winner of those gets three points, two points, one point for second and third. Um, right now, since we started in January, it, it'll end in July. So all those comp points that are acquired. Um, they get used as like raffle tickets essentially. So uh, the more comp points you have, the better chance you have at winning the draw. So the winner gets to pick anything from the uh, t-shirt area of the merch site. If I'm not mistaken, Randy. Uh, doesn't right. doesn't have to be doesn't have to be just a t-shirt. You can uh, you know also get a well yeah you can get a mug. You can get a you know there's a, there's a number of things. Right, right. I didn't know if it was just specifically certain items or anything on the store. Um, so yeah, use those for anything on the store. Um, I want to aim for like one outside comp every other month. 
um, just so it gives a little more incentive for people to want to sign up for those ones. And yeah, uh, currently midday, I think. I think we're 24 hours in almost to this comp, and it'll end uh, tomorrow. It's looking good. All right. Good shit. All right, so we hear that our first. Uh, so <clears throat> for those of you um, who haven't watched, you know, usually we um, like everyone in the history of the uh, previous seventy eight podcast, they've been more um, hardcore uh, players. But we got Subian. He's um, you know, and not in a bad way, but he's um, more of a casual player, and he's our first um, you know one to be a guest on the podcast. So. You can kind of take a moment to tell, uh, give a little bit more of a good introduction about yourself and about like your RuneScape experience. Yeah, sure thing, Randy. So I've been playing RuneScape on and off for years and years since about '05. <clears throat> I started playing old school RuneScape right when it came out. It was just really, really casual here and there. Then I think I started playing a lot more regularly around January of 2019. About 900 total level. I had like the free to play skills to do barrows, gloves, and my account was a Zerker peer at that time. So then I decided to make the transition into making it a main after talking to you and getting into the whole alt making side of RuneScape and learning all the new content that they've added in old school that wasn't originally in RS2. I've thoroughly enjoyed that quite a nice mix-up, but still see a lot of similarities between the two games and their progressions. Good shit. As far as making gains goes, 99 runecrafting was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Everyone made it sound like it was going to be death, but RC anything bang. that's mining. <laughs> hey, runecrafting ain't a fun skill. Don't let the uh... People trick trick you into thinking it's all right. I wouldn't say it's fun, but I wouldn't say it's death. <clears throat> all right, good shit. Uh, so move on uh, to the next topic. Here we got um, it was a company announcement that um, Jagex has been purchased by a new um, <clears throat> new owners, uh, the MacArthur Fortune Holding LLC, uh, and it was purchased for five hundred and thirty mil. Um, I know that it was sold like a couple years ago. Um, does anyone know how much that was sold for? I thought that I it, was... it was three fifty. It's like three hundred. Yeah, it's like three fifty. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good make for whoever it was that then sold that. Make that. I mean, they went yeah. from ten dollars to eleven dollars. Ah, yeah. All right. Um. So what? What do you? What do you think about? So obviously they had they had an initial owner and then it sold it to like the first like Chinese company and now it's been sold to this company here. Um, what do you think about, so I, I don't know if it had changed hands in the first couple um, years, but what do you think about the game having at least three different owners since the release? And do you expect any other major changes with this? So me personally, I wasn't around for the first two ownership changes, but I was around in RuneScape 2 when they did the <clears throat> ownership change. And that's when they started implementing a lot of microtransactions, such as the Solomon Store, which was known as the Squeal of Fortune back then. But seeing the route that the other two owners have taken, I'm hoping that they just keep releasing more content for the game 
I also saw that they wanted to focus more on advertising, which I think would be a good thing for increasing our player base. And just overall good for the progression of the game, hopefully. Trying to find the article. Um, the Mint Mad Cow Rice Cup and Rakesy, I think they do like YouTube podcasts. They were talking about this and. I'm not a big fan of the new ownerships because they found an article of the three heads of the MacArthur Fortune Holding LLC, and one of them worked with like Blizzard for like 20 years. The other one was like the CEO, founder, or whatever of uh, Candy Crush, and some other one, the other guy was something else. And basically, they were all associated with like heavily microtransactioned games, apps, or so I I don't know how that's gonna play out for old school. I mean I doubt they'll they'll add microtransactions, but I'm more than certain they will try. In that sense. Well, I'm just hoping that uh, if they're gonna fuck up everything, they at least have the courtesy to wait uh, like two years so I can finish. <laughs> um, the I I'm I'm very curious as to why they decided to sell it because the you know the popularity of the game has you know just gone up exponentially since um you know this the previous owners bought it and obviously they were able to sell it for quite a big margin i don't know what it is that they saw and that they wanted to get uh pull out but i don't know it's it, it, it is odd that the game has been bought or i guess the company has been bought and sold as much as it has Yeah, it always kind of seems like it's out of nowhere, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey, yeah, we uh, we got so We got a new uh, high bid. What? <laughs> yeah, I think with the new, like, ownership comes to a lot of people's minds, uh, the thought of, like, bringing in microtransactions. So I think that would just be the main uh, concern of mine. Obviously, I don't want that. Uh, in the game, so I guess. Of course, it would ruin the game. I mean, that they, they learned from the first mistake. Yeah, I hope the mods can stick to their guns and uh, stick but to no microtransactions. I think one really good pot. I think one really good positive is that there is RuneScape three there that they can use for that to be, you know, like their to milk that be that the cash cow. Where exactly let that be <clears throat> the cash cow. I I feel well, like I it's it. set up pretty easily for the new owners to just continue to make money and to not. Really fuck up. It's just scary seeing that the owners, um, they they're involved with like the microtransactions of like Candy Crush. It's like there's another one. I think it's like World of Tanks or something. I believe if I remember correctly. But I've heard of that game. All these games are like heavily microtransactions. Like that's all it is. And it's like, oh, you want to play Candy Crush? Well, you have to donate five dollars to get more lives or whatever. It's like I get those uh, notifications from my mom all the time. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but another thing that I do like about that is like games like Candy Crush and World of Tanks have much better advertising than what I've seen for old school or regular RuneScape. So I think in that sense it'll be a plus if they can get the name of Jagex out and around and get the game more well spread. I don't know, man. I don't know anyone under the age of like, tw like tw like twenty seven. 
who has played games that doesn't know RuneScape. Uh, what I've found is a lot of people know RuneScape and what it's evolved into as RuneScape 3 now. A lot of people still don't know about old school is what I've found from mm. my personal experience at least. Yeah, when I, uh, the last semester for uh, my, what is it, spring? Yeah, spring semester. First day of class, someone, I don't know, we were having like a group discussion and the teacher was talking about how she's like a big gamer or whatever this is and that. And some kid was like, oh, have you heard of RuneScape, blah, blah. And so the whole class was talking about RuneScape and I'm just like sitting there in the back. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Could you tell they were noobs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the one kid I was... uh because I do a lot of the personal training at the school gym and he came in and was talking about it and I was just like working out casually and then I pulled up my phone and pulled up mobile and just logged into my account obviously it's like a maxed iron man and he he was sitting there losing his shit he was just like oh my god this is this dude's insane like he's a maxed account or whatever and I'm like yeah I'm also an iron man and he looks at my account or the name and he's like what the starts flipping out starts calling up all of his friends he's like dude this is what a fucking max player looks like irl he's like such a chad this this and that not trying to gloat but that's what he said and it was just it was just weird and kind of it sounds like i don't know it was it that's what i'm saying it was so weird um and apparently he plays and he's like a level like 80 peer or whatever and i don't know jesus christ yeah it was it was just weird and because he was talking about it, and I remember him talking about it in class, so I just like showed him my account, and he just freaked out. Alright, so the the Dead Man Moan tournament is uh, now live. Uh, have any of you participated in it? Or do you have any plans on it? Or do you prefer to uh, ignore it entirely and just watch content creators do it? How do you feel about uh, how Dead Man has gone so far? Um, I like PKing. Um, just not a fan of Dead Man mode because it's just Clan Man mode and streamer mode and getting fed. Um, I mean, I'm glad that it made a return, just so people would stop whining about it. But overall, I'm not too much of a big fan of it because it also does affect the servers because it's also DDoS man mode. That's about all I have to say on that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever really going to play. I've considered it like a tiny bit, like just for if they continue to do as they're doing right now, like mewling and swapping is perfectly fine. That's the only reason I could ever see myself playing it again, which even I haven't this, uh, this time, and I won't. I, I haven't even really been watching much at all. I guess I just have to find when the ending date is and start paying attention again then. I've tuned in like a couple times so far. But yeah, I, I mainly just watch it a little bit and then the final. That's it. Yeah, I've never participated in any of the previous Dead Man Moans, nor have I participated in the current one. I've watched a few content creators here and there on YouTube making videos like Ditter Bitter and Tor Vesta. But I've never considered actually entering it myself. Then I watched the finales of last time before they all got DDoSed. <laughs> but I enjoy watching content on it. I think it's a nice change up for some players. 
But other than it affecting the servers negatively, that's about the only uh, the only complaint I have about it. Other than that, I like it. I'm just waiting for the uh, tournament to go live and what kind of fuck up Jagex is gonna have this time around. Have yeah, some I'm faith. Definitely more excited for that too. I think that it'll be. Or, well, I'm, I apologize. I appreciate how much more open and spending the amount of other content that they can engage in now that they've opened up other drops and other aspects of Dead Man. I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. I trust that they're not going to have any kind of issues or anything heading in to the finale. So good on them for what they've done so far and expect big things. I uh, I never participate in Dead Man at all. Um, the only thing that's nice about it, I guess, was was getting good prayer rates. I guess the first couple of days um, in the main game, I find it it would be very demotivating. I don't know, like, because I've actually never played it, so I'm just hypothetically speaking. But seeing people fully maxed out, like in terms of their gear, because of being able to trade and like muling and all that swapping stuff now. I don't know. Maybe dead man mode, you get maxed gear quickly because I'm never really into it. But it seemed as though like PKs were able to just murder guys like really quick. And I don't know if that would be the best uh, way to do things right I away. I believe drop rates are increased. For yeah, it's like mode. yeah, they have uh, higher like resources as well, and uh, increased Double drop barrows. rate, guaranteed loots on some things as well. It just yeah, seems as though it's like not very hard to accomplish things really quickly. There, I don't know. Well, I mean, people were up. running around in max in like day three. Oh, well, I, well, I did kind I did kind of think it was odd that they increased the drop rates, but also increased the time of the tournament to a month rather than a week. Just really opening it up to where anyone can participate at that point. Interesting thing is that's you know you were talking about like whoever was uh, about like DDoSing being an issue previously, but now. In addition to that being a possibility, you also just naturally have so many more players you know, clogging up the servers. I know they're separate servers, but still. Do you think that that has an impact it's on... It's going to be a little less stable in general than other times. Like, some people move over, so there's less people in your world, but now it's more. And so that's not as nice when that happens. But uh, I don't know how much stuff bleeds over, and if, like, whoever... Is doing the attacks is just targeting every world, or if it's one specific at a time, or I don't know. Okay. Benefit that I did find from it was that there was less PKers at the Chaos Altar when I was running both. Well, I mean, yeah, naturally. But... Yeah. Get your prayer in now while you can, boys. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> oh, so sorry, Abra. Jeez, <laughs> a gamer. Not not everyone's as big of a gamer. And I'm hardly a gamer at this point. Yeah, when are you uh, going to join me at Volcanic Mine? I might as well. There you I'll go. 
wiser wiser words have uh rarely been spoken come on down dan you can join the squad too you got the fourth leech roll open you know, <laughs> 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 all right uh move on to the pulse 71 game improvements um blog so the post states that the main focus is on pvm a lot of changes uh, pulled to be made to the gauntlet, including resource gathering, demi bosses, and other things in relation to it. And you know, if you guys have ever done the gauntlet, how do you think um, these changes impact it? And overall, do you think that this is good or bad? What's your thought? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never once thought about doing the gauntlet in my life. Um, reading through this, first off, there's 40 poll questions. Is that like a common thing or no? I don't it's look a, at it's a, it's a real chunky boy. No, like, this doesn't have enough fun. I was the... trying to read through this just for the podcast and like my finger like broke scrolling all through this. Like I didn't know there was this many questions or if it was typically like this. No, uh, they had they had one that was like 39 or something like that a couple of weeks ago and like we kind of expressed how that was a whole lot on that and i think that they even talked about like on their modcast like oh yeah you know maybe we maybe we had too many um questions on that so to follow that up with something like this that's uh you know <laughs> it is a um follow up with more questions <laughs> not what i'd expect I, I guess pretty much yeah so first i just think that there's maybe a little too much or some unnecessary like i'm seeing recolored. so like if you're if you're if you're answering the poll and you know at what po so say you answer like 30 questions at like are, at what point do you think the average voter just stops reading the question and just starts just voting just so I they can just, agree with that. just so they can finish so they can get in like the eight questions that they actually care about way yeah. way too long to have that many that's what i was just gonna say people are probably just gonna go to the section that they wanted to see and then just they don't care about the other questions they're gonna just answer it to get it over with yeah i i'm surprised that they acknowledged pre like within the last two months that 39 questions is too many and then they follow it up with just as many I don't know. I think they're just trying around like how many questions would probably be a they'd see a much better and more accurate results. I just think they're trying to push out too much content in too like little time. Like that's I don't know. I, I've said it many times that Jagex just pushes out too many updates. Like they're just like, Oh, we need to have an update this week, the next week and we need to have four next week, this, this and that. And it's just it's way too much. So this right here just shows that they just try to cram all these updates into one um, they should have just pulled it like Gauntlet first and then Grotesque Guardians and then the raids. I don't know, man. These were pretty minor. And really just looking at this year, it really hasn't been the case as much as previous years. Well, that's because they haven't been in the office in more than two months. Oh, okay. Yes, that is that is fair. I mean, they're still working. I yeah, mean, like answer... working from home, you're far less productive. Like, yeah. um, like my girlfriend working at fucking home for the last two months. Dude, she's worked like has to work a lot longer to accomplish the same amount of work because you know she's too busy fucking off when she's here you know whether it, like 
playing with a dog or just like the overall sense of, hey, I don't have a boss right around the corner looking over my shoulder. Maybe I can uh, spend a couple minutes uh, looking at stupid TikTok crap on my phone for a little bit, you know? So I... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. How about, how about we actually answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you even say anything? Did I mean, you... I was. My main concern about this was the size of it initially, because like I'm not really that invested in many of the things on here. Um, but like, I guess looking through it, it's like, um, it, it kind of seems as though they're making Gauntlet easier. Like, I don't know how challenging it is i feel like the pvmers would want it to be a more challenging area and it's like should we reduce this should we buff this it just seems as though they're some of the well the questions that i'm looking at right now anyways are leading towards more of like a easier style for it i could be completely wrong but i'm just like quickly going over these things and it's like Less time doing this, automatic file smasher. It just seems as though it would speed it up. I don't know if they're like people are there's like an outreach in the community for it to be easier, but it just seems as though, yeah, it would make things easier, which I'm not a big fan of. I like the challenge aspect of it. So I mean that's basically it. The size of it and like the size of the pole itself and speeding up the gauntlet is like a no for me anyways coming from like but who knows like i'm not doing it so i don't know if it needs to be sped up i did a little bit of the gauntlet uh i got the pet and then stopped but uh it's it's not it's really not that bad this these updates would just make it a little bit like more i would say maybe a quality of life like the crystal hat or the crystal staff hitting a little harder instead of having to use the melee that would be a little bit more easy scape for the gauntlet, but I mean the things like reducing the spawns for the bosses from six or from twelve to six, it's not too bad. I mean it, overall, it's really not that bad. Same thing with the grotesque guardians, and all it does is shave off a little bit of time. Like say you get two minute kills, it's probably going to shave shave off ten seconds with the animation speeding up and uh, some of the transitions being cut. A little shorter overall though, i don't think it would really affect the game because gauntlet is i mean gauntlet you you can do a corrupted gauntlet in like seven to ten minutes average i would say so you do you know anywhere from six to eight an hour if you can get one more in there or even half of one in that same amount of time it's really not that bad i don't think I'm very disappointed that there's a couple things that I think could have easily been on this game improvements blog. So to talk about that, uh, one of them could have been to increase the point amount that you can have from Volcanic Mine. The current amount that you can have is uh, like 65k. That takes like four or five hours to reach that. Uh, I also think that there should be a toggle option to stop getting the unidentified random fossils from Volcanic Mine as well. Those are very annoying, not needed. And that would just be uh, very nice um, to add in. Also, when you go down to start a game, there is, you know, it says like the game will start in like 30 seconds or something like that. We don't have a um, like a like an actual countdown timer for the start of the game. It just um, like the time remaining for the start just um, 
you know, it, the game just begins. You don't have like a a heads up on when the game's gonna start. So I think that that would be um, something that would be nice to add in. And per Kieran, um, that's reasonable, and he agrees. So I don't know how this didn't uh, find its way onto a game improvements blog, but I certainly think it should have been. And I'm going to reach back out to King Kieran, uh, see if we can get some update on that. Strongers. As far as the gauntlet goes and everything, I've never done it. I don't have any experience with it, but it definitely seems like they're trying to make it a lot easier. Didn't they nerf? The, or least, sorry, let me just cut you off real quick. Didn't they nerf the drops from that by like 30% a couple months ago, too? I don't think so. No, that's, that was Alcano. No. It's Alcano, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The, I mean, they're pretty much like the same fucking thing to me, I guess. <laughs> Venues weren't happy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck. I don't now know. they're all yeah, I, have, I have no experience at all with the gauntlet. Seeing more updates on it does bring it to my attention more, and it is something that I do want to try after I eventually max. It's fun. It's like but, dungeoneering from RS3. It's like yeah, almost and that was exactly one of my favorite. Like, that was one of yeah. my favorite things to do in RS2 back in like 2012, 2011. So like I do fun. really want to experience it. So I'm kind of worried about them making it too easy. Oh, well, I don't Hopefully think it's... it still provides a decent challenge. It's still challenging. You can still get Stop fucked that. by uh, Hunley. Yeah, I've heard the, the corrupted is extremely challenging, but the regular one isn't too bad. Oh yeah, weren't these changes only to the regular one? Yeah. Yeah, oh, they would not apply to corrupted. Oh, I didn't. Even I don't think it would really matter then because the normal right. mode is. I mean, it's fast as is. It would just make it a little bit faster, yes. But the drop rate of, like, the blade from Corrupted is 1 in 400. And then on normal, it's 1 in 2,000. So, I mean, it's a, it's still not worth your time to go out of your way and do it. I think it would just make it easier for new players trying to get the hang of Gauntlet. Actually, only one of those didn't apply to Corrupted. That's just the um, the first one. Oh, the first, yeah. Oh, okay. The locations of resources. Things. Yeah. Yeah, like, overall... This stuff is mostly just quality of life. It's not massive buffs that change really a ton. Yeah. So I'm all fine with these. I think they all passed because the polls already closed. No, I... they all failed. Wait, what? Oh, they wow. all failed except Hang for on. the uh, automatic vial smashing. Hang on, let me let me look. The vial smashing passed by. No, like, wait. What are you talking about? And, like almost everything on this poll passed. What are you talking about? Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> going gay, going gay. Wait, what? what am I looking at? <laughs> you love to fucking see it. Wait, okay, hold on. Is the one in game different than the one on oh, the website? Holy. Yeah, the... yeah, because the one, the one, the one on the Why? website, well, because they're not good at oh, being shit. good. Um, they all passed. Failed. I'm sitting here thinking they all failed. <laughs> no, nah, like, well, uh, on the website, it accounts, uh, like, skip questions count as... Uh, Oh. Like that counts towards the overall percentage, whereas in game it does not. Oh. Well, in, in a sense. Wow. Basically, you just take moment. yes, divide by three. Is it more or less? That's how you know. But uh, yeah, no, I've never done Gauntlet. I don't think I ever will. I, I was excited way back before it was coming out, but I, I really wanted it to be more forest themed than all crystal y. 
But yeah, these are fine. All right. Let's see. Um, next question we got is uh, uh, Raids 1 is having some changes pulled, including removing magic defense and lowering defenses on vanguards, guaranteeing increased supply resources and you know other things. Do you think they should be making um, these kind of changes to raids? What, um, you know, from your raid experience, if you have anything, does this need any updating? What's your breakdown on it? I feel like I'm going to sound like a broken record. Um, like, I don't know, people now, like, I don't know how many years raids have been out. What is it? Three. Three, three, yeah. years? three, year, three years and four months, I think. So we're pushing at like month forty currently. Yeah, I'm just not a like. I don't know why, if at all, like it takes them this long to even make slight changes to it. The thing, like it's been out forever. People can like solo this very easily. Like I don't see anyone crying for this. I don't know. Like it just, it just seems like uh, they're just making it easier for those who like can't really pvm and this like raids is supposed to be like the peak of your pvming is raids tob inferno like i know obviously inferno would be a little more challenging to most but it's like if you want it to be that top tier i don't know why you're lowering some things in it unless it's like no one is able to complete it so again, like I'm just not a fan of making the top PVM things easier. E. Let's go, Stuby. What you got? So I personally said yes to every single change with the Chamber of Xerix. I've I've done a couple hundred Chambers of. Xerix raids now, and the one room I always avoid is vanguards. Why is just that? Because you have the po you just have the possibility, like say you get one real high hit with the twisted bow, with like a, a seventy three, you're gonna reset all the, the HP of every single vanguard just from one hit. What was that number you said? Hit, say if you like hit like a seventy three, because you uh, can okay, only bring okay, the vanguard okay. right, down right, by thirty three percent. What number? So, say you hit like a 70 or something with like a Tebow, you've already out hit that damage threshold to where their HP is going to reset. Is he lagging for you guys? I need to hear the number. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, sorry. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. So, so I, I definitely agree with some of the changes that they're implementing. Um, I mean, you've got Tekton dropping an overload already you've got muted dials i think vanguards being one would be decent we're gonna see different setups and layouts for like solo raids and stuff i think more people are gonna try to take on vanguards like i don't know if you guys have tried taking on any learners but learners <laughs> and vanguards do not mix no <laughs> do you think that it would be smarter like um this is gonna sound like a maybe a dickish question but like not to like like to bring a different weapon perhaps that wouldn't hit like a perhaps like a 73 he's at it if if you're going for solos you're going to want to go for quick kills anyway <clears throat> and with the vanguards they're going to be increasing their hit points as well 
they said they don't want to change the difficulty of it at all. They just want to avoid stuff like that happening that is just game error. They're also like just making the, the brackets for resets bigger as well. I don't think anyone does vanguards in normal raids. They only do it in challenge mode, which in challenge mode, Tebow's kind of, you kind of need it for other things. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't have hardly any uh, raids experience, but I think all of the polls seem pretty good. Yeah, people don't really do vanguards normally, so this actually makes them a little more viable. Um, and yeah, it was it was just the the melee one, not all the others. So I don't know, I didn't really have anything on that. Um, yeah, Vanguard's fine. I find it but, odd that after almost... there's something I found odd. <laughs> the 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 thieving room. They had three separate questions. They're all very similar in like what the end goal is. It's like to make it better, easier, whatever, faster. Like, they could have easily collapsed that all into one question. Like, I, I feel like this whole poll could have been shrunken down if they just put things together. Yeah, I, I find it odd that after nearly three and a half years that they're still pulling what I'll, I'll call it like a quality of life kind of update to this. I mean, it's not like this is content that isn't regularly engaged in to where they aren't you know, like they're not getting enough people doing it to get quality feedback. People have been doing this so much, and I, I feel like a suggestion like this probably came in three years ago, two years ago, a year ago. Uh, I find it odd that they waited this long to make uh, quality of life changes to, to this specific uh, section of raids. I don't know. That seems like just quite an uh, immense amount of time to go by because. Surely for those of you who do like raids or have done them uh, quite a bit to know kind of what any of this is, I'd imagine that this has been an ongoing problem the entire time or at least an annoyance. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I've done Vanguards probably a handful of time out of the hundreds of raids that I've done just because there's such a nuisance and just scout for a new one without them. <laughs> yeah, they're really not fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they do what they do. Whatever. And I haven't personally tried challenge mode at all, but these updates would definitely be very nice for challenge mode for when I eventually go for dust if I get the pet. Not even, not just dust at this point. Oh yeah, and now the ornament kit as well for the uh, for, for ancestral robes, which what looks awesome. That failed the poll. Failed the poll? Well, no, no, I mean it, it, it's coming. It's just it won't be tradable. I I think. Oh okay, okay. I like that. I'm cool with it being untradable. It's it's very weird to me that it's untradable. That is odd, considering all the other Twisted League rewards were tradable. Because I, I would assume it's one item per piece. You don't just get one of the entire set is colored. So that's going to be a lot of potentially challenge mode that people oh, yeah, want. True. They want to have yeah, if you got to get three separate drops of it. I feel like most cosmetics should just be untradeable because it's just one of those things that you grind it out to get and so you look different or... Well, I mean, obviously, once paid. you apply it, you can't take it off. Yeah. That would be the oh. assumption. That would be the assumption, at least. I, I look back at it. I imagine they'll have a convert option. Unless they... Well, I mean, obviously... You said it was untradeable, so... Yeah, it's, it's not tradable anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
All right, was there anything else on this blog that caught your guys' attention? So some of the other things that they're doing is like a myth cape, um, max cape um, variant, a recolored thieving pet, a transmog for monkey backpacks based on your ape atoll laps. You know, what's uh, what's got you most interested in what's going on here? So me personally, I was excited for most of these updates. I was excited to see more variants of the Max Cape and them also saying that they were looking to make more. I think that would be great just for your BIS options for doing different things around RuneScape. Uh, the Recolored Thieving Pet and Transmogs, um, all four. That's just another awesome little cosmetic thing that you can pride yourself in doing these other activities and whatnot. Yeah, the monkeys are kind of cute. I like the the cape. That's gonna be real nice. Uh, are those monkeys like, the same monkey like backpack that you get from the Monkey Madness yeah. Two? Yeah, you're gonna have to... a right. You, yeah, you're gonna have a right click option on it to change it. Change mm. those once you unlock different ones for different laps. The cape's real nice. Something that's real nice is uh, finally being able to like get stuff and or rather get both rewards for Rag and Bone Man. That that reminds me of. Like how you can get the sword from Night Swords, like even if you didn't do the drop trick, you can do that kind of stuff anymore. That's that's real nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thieving pets, little uh, more transmogs. That's that's pretty pretty cute. I might for once break it out when I'm doing like agility or something. Get the little red panda. Yep, that's what I'm going for. That red panda. <laughs> not a not a ton. That's like super impactful for me. Pick your favorite. Eh, I guess the cape. Are you gonna get that uh, that variant of the Max Cape when it comes of out? Of course, I'll I'll throw away two mil for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's gonna be it's one of those fashion capes, and no one's gonna wear it for uh, what it's actually intended for. It's a white Max Cape, dope. You know, with all these different wear it for a specking switch. With all these different um, capes um, that we have. You know, we we should have customizable max capes at this point. Yes, uh, if, I do if, agree with it. If real boys remember back uh, when max capes had came out initially, uh, Ma John C, who is now the product manager, uh, said that um, we could get it in like 2019 or like 2020 or something like that. I don't know. There, it was on a it was on a live stream. So, like, false promises. There, there's so many. So like the whole thing behind, like, oh, we don't want to, um, you know, a customizable max cape, uh, and that was because people were like, like the initial lot, the initial logic was like, well, if you're in the wilderness, people won't know what kind of cape you have, and you know, blah, 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 you know, something fucking just stupid. And I mean, now we have like twelve max cape variants. I don't even know what all of them fucking are now. So I. It, it's we should just add more. Just add more like game mode specific max capes. So like you, the normies get the normal max cape. Irons get like a gray one. UIMs get like a bright. I like that. That would be that would be pretty cool. Just I think we talked about that was a Reddit suggestion that was we, on like top page a while back. Yeah, pretty sure we talked about that a couple years ago. Probably did. Yeah. If they're yeah. not going to release comp capes, they should definitely release color customization for max. Right. Capes. I mean, it, not that it's release mode. Like, it's not just free. You have to put the system in place. Although obviously that could potentially happen, but as of right now, each different combination of colors is its own, 
you know, identity. However, I, I don't know what term to use right now, but it's its own item, and that would create a lot of new items right now. So, right. theoretically, if they could have the system in place easily to just customize it, then yeah, that'd be that'd be real nice. I mean, let's be honest; it's not like they have a lot of free time right now to do things like these <clears throat> two hundred mil capes. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I won't even be there. Greedy, just give us 120 capes. Yeah, eh, 200, yeah, if anything. Yeah, 200. Not, uh, max cape, max cape is fine. Max cape is fine. Like, max cape variants. It's enough for nothing. I was saying, uh, I was talking with Ace about this. Either the max cape variant, and then just have, like, the skill colors over it or whatever with the icon in the middle, or... Yeah, uh, like or, like, well. the mythical cape. How the mythical cape, it, like, ovals or... I yeah, think that sounds... Do that. That sounds I mean, like we, that, right. You don't need particles. It's fine. It just just something for the skillers. But you know damn well that shit's gonna be voted heavily no, because everyone's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna devalue my 99 strength cape. It's like, well, I mean, a thousand people have 200 mil cooking, so your 99 cape is already devalued. I'd be surprised if it's only a thousand. Oh, I got a sub. Thanks, uh, Bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do a dirty <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just called him Bass. Hey, hey, eight. Thank, thank you for the. God bless. Thank you for the support. All right. Um. So I just posted the. Uh. I, I'm. Uh. I'm. I'm clapping back at Levine here for saying that. Um. Um. People that love customizable Max Capes have RGB lights on their PC, bopping up and down in rainbow colors, dude. If you don't like RGB, are you really a gamer? I, like my, my keyboard, my mouse, my mouse pad. I have a secondary keypad. That also. I have speakers. My neck, if, my back, whatever. Like my keyboard's just this black. My neck, my back. I mean, man, it everything, RGB, everything all RGB. <laughs> I, I just got the. I'm still rocking the same, just simple black hard cap membrane since like 2016. I, I'm I'm not the. I don't do that. My PC looks like it belongs in downtown Las Vegas. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. That's how it is. Um, where were we on this uh fucking question? Uh, Dan, did you answer it? Additional things that look nice. Yeah, I'm just not a. I guess I'm like opposite of you guys. Vanilla, wear my max cape. If you got the cape, uh, wear the normal cape. I don't know. Infernal cape. Oh, I have your straight up cape. I don't Infernal need the, max cape. Uh, is gross. I think you meant in terms of the question, in terms of things on the blog. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like myth, oh, ma okay, like myth max cape. Like I don't know. I'm not a fan of. I'm Max, by the way. Like, if, and then when we're talking about like that Iron Man Reddit post, like you already have an Iron Man symbol beside your name. You don't need a cape that says I'm an Iron Man too. By the way, just wear your helmet. You also got to have it in your name Iron too. Man. Oh, just to let everybody know, either Iron or Faye. I played an Iron very briefly, and and I did that. Blech. What the Faye name? An ultimate Iron Man and a uh, hardcore. Kevin, I don't have Kevin, Iron or F E in either Kevin, of my names. Iron and U I M. Hmm. Different ones. Yeah. Almost I like a. Like the, the agility thing to be different. I don't know. Like the apatol course. Just 
I guess it seems more in not. I mean, just in terms of efficiency, I don't know. It kind of is annoying for me to see. I'd rather Efficient, be, yeah. Efficiency, like, it doesn't I mean, match up, but theme wise, it matches. Zombies aren't efficient, so I, I like it. That's that's big for the Totus crowd, I'd bet. Yeah, they got. More. Yeah, man, they gotta be liking that. I, I want like. Is that going to be like a new counter for your laps or like has there always been a lap counter there to where or one that had been implemented a year ago or something to where it can go off that or is this going to be like a new Apatol? Oh, OK. So it's a I new counter, a new counter. Apatol is going to be popping, man. Yeah. Wasn't that the meta back in the day? Uh, uh, for like the first couple, <clears throat> for the, uh, in 2013 when Old School came out, for whatever reason, Dorgish Khan was not initially available, although it was supposed to be. So um, the first uh, few people, for the most part, um, did Apatol. I know it was meta for the Swirl Pets when that came out, but then they changed it later so that Partial Lap didn't count. They should have just made it a monkey pet instead of a squirrel pet. I think it would have fit the theme a little bit better with this whole new them doing the monkey backpack transmogs. I don't know. I, I think the monkey backpack is uh, pretty good to add in. You know, doesn't hurt any. Doesn't hurt anyone. Gives some people some motivation to do some other stuff there. And you know, big for the completionist boys out there. I think that these kind of updates. So like, there are a lot of updates that you know aren't necessarily good for the game this one i mean there, there there's no downside of adding it so right it's bringing attention to some old dead content that nobody really ever goes to anymore yeah yeah what about some more squirrel transmogs like we're we getting the one the 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 black acorn bloody acorn thingy yeah like besides that let me get some... what black acorn yeah from mm -hmm. a or whatever it's called it's some sort of acorn from yeah it's the black acorn from yeah, the reward from... shop from the Hallowed sepulcher yeah yeah, the new agility thing coming. Uh, I don't know if it's mentioned here. Oh yeah, never mind. It's to the next one. Mm -hmm. And that's why you read it on me. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll move on to the um, close where it's kind of talking about the Gillenor Gazette from May 2020. Um, some of the one of the things that they talk about in here is that the Darkmire is coming on June 4th. So when that comes out, other than Jebram's one bill agility party, had to give him a shout out. What are you most looking forward to with this update? I'm definitely looking forward to the new quest coming out and the new agility course. I'm currently working on 99 agility, so it's, it's nice to see something new coming that I can do and have as an option for 99. Super excited for the black graceful and the black acorn to change my squirrel into a demon squirrel. There is also a lot of other updates that I was looking at that looked like they were going to be pretty nice. The new kingdom quest that's coming later in the year as well. There's also, I think, like the sins of the father, but that's like a small one. I no, that's, that's literally what that the one. expansion is. Oh, really? Okay. Tied to that. Oh, that, it's the, the whole yeah, title. that's that's what's uh, required to get into the new area. Well, quote quote new area, newly made available area. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I I just like maps being completed and whatnot. I I don't know if I'm gonna be doing a ton of stuff there. It's just nice to have more lore, more map filly. 
Uh, maybe I'll do the agility a little bit, depending what the rates are like and if it's fun and not. But it's not a huge thing for me. More quests, more tears of gothic time, whatever. What would that, that rate, what would that XP rate have to be for you to not um like to do that over Artie or Priff? Yeah. Well, well, I'll, we'll just go Artie since you can buy your sh your shit from uh, Priff now. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I don't know. At, at least seventy. I'm not doing it for less than seventy. Yeah, with how much more click intensive it seems, I would definitely want to see at least seventy plus from the top tier. For me, Isn't like that if, crafting if update coming with. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But from my recollection of the numbers, unless they change them drastically, it's really not that good. Depending how many you get per hour, uh, maybe it can be like an AFK thing that you do instead of redwoods or whatever. But it's really not that big of a thing. It's eh. That's what I was going to say. I don't know. I'd be interested to see uh, if that becomes somewhat of a viable method for some people, depending on their account. money situation. Yeah, money situation and XP spot. Like, if they downtime mine, and then oh, that's true. When, they, uh, when they're playing, they RC, like, solo for 125k an hour, or pay one runner with normal essence to come behind them and get like 175k an hour they use the upgraded s and then someone runs them regular s so i'm interested to see how that plays out and then with this new agility course to see a pretty i think it could impact a lot of people on how they do their account builds like rith and i were mostly speaking about two tick fish being like EHP perhaps and then going to this new Agi course and then how that plays in with swimming or pyramid plunder for thieving now. So I don't know, it's going to be really uh, important to see what the XP per hour is in this new course and then possible money making is completely changed depending on its APM. I don't know, mainly the agility course and then slightly with that new mining method so this agility course i would mine. be very disappointed if it's over 82k an hour i think that was should, should be like the cap of the where cap. it's at. uh cause you you get like 72k at uh maybe i'm wrong but it's like 72 73k at werewolf right and brim right i think brim's about 75 maybe I think 75 if you have diary. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to see it more than 10k an hour over the current highest XP per hour that you can get. Oh, just in terms of things being faster. Uh, I was thinking, like, where's yeah. this 82 number coming from? You know, I, I, I don't know. I've... I think I will have a better judgment on it. Once I can see how many, how much like APM it's really going to be, because if it's going to be a hell of a lot more click intensive than running courses, then it should reward you in XP sense. I don't imagine it being super high like APM. Like it'll be like decent, more than like click once every like 
10 seconds or whatever, but it's probably more just like focus and timing. Right, it's going to be interesting to see too, like if there's like a curtain, certain cutoff, like if you leave at floor three and just continue right. to move for, floor yeah. three for an hour, if that's going to be better XP per hour than trying to go all the way through. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So it's. Yeah. I didn't even realize that it's coming out in like a little over two weeks. Time's yeah, two worth time. <laughs> like, wasn't it just March? Yeah, two months ago. Well, yeah. Gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been locked inside for too long. Kevin <clears throat> fever hitting hard. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's not a fever. It's being, it's, it's hot. I'm sweating in my chair, man. I gotta put my AC. Dude, I'm, I'm really cold. It's, it's been bad. But um, so with what I like, I'm most looking forward to is the essence um that you can potentially get. And because of the room crafting potential out there, I don't expect it to be really anything that's worthwhile or, or anything like that due to how slow I'd anticipate it being to acquire the S for it. But if there's going to be anything uh, positive coming from it, it's going to be that for me. Uh, room crafting uh, needs more ways to train the skill at a uh, relaxed uh, rate. You want to be able to span your rooms. Every podcast. Rune span, rune span. I'm curious on how it's going to play out for not only the normies, but for Iron as well, because Dids is the one who came up with it. Uh, the whole rune crafting idea on Twitter, like a couple years back. Well, maybe so he can be the be uh, the savior for the skill or... It's just, yeah, or it's just a nothing update. I mean, it's it's. I could probably see it be something sort of like how uh, Zaya rune crafting is. Like, I don't know. So let's say it caps at like fifty, fifty-five, maybe sixty k XP per hour, but it's like somewhat. I think the AFK. number is more like thirty, thirty-five k. We still also have no idea how AFK this potentially even yeah, is. Yeah, I, people are, myself included, people are just assuming that it's going to be very AFK to acquire the supplies. Oh, which definitely. I think I, th I think it should be, and I don't really see a way in which mining this S is click intensive. With the way the the community has been changing, there's no way they won't cater to those that want it AFK, the casuals. They'll definitely cater it that way, which is good for us. Black Graceful comes out with this as well from that uh -huh. course, right? They Correct. need to make Graceful great again. Come back with the original. We were just talking about that on Twitter. Yeah, where where was that? Uh, it was just a couple days ago, two days ago maybe with Ash. The original oh. Graceful was so much just just it fit RuneScape. Assassin's Creed. What I find funny is that Jagex hasn't released the XP rates for this or what they're proposing it's gonna be because they don't probably don't want to fuck it up like they did with VM where it's like oh yeah it's gonna be 82k XP per hour max and then people are getting like 140. Yeah, on like, three ticking, it's it's interesting that you said that it was you, Abba, right? With the uh, you complete like the first three floors and then just reset. No, someone else was that Stu? Uh, I don't know, but it's, we're we're just speculating because we don't we don't actually know anything. But uh, that's actually a good point. So they haven't really talked about the rates very much. Although to be fair, it's because it's subject to like how difficult they actually make it, which they didn't necessarily <laughs> know at the start. Because it seems very stark compared to uh, 
when Zaya was coming out with the runecrafting there, that they were very much pulling the numbers. But obviously here, you know, they don't know exactly how it's going to be from the start. Okay. Any, anyone else have anything to add in for the uh, Darkmire update? Nope. It's going to be dark. All right. <clears throat> so the... Hold on, let me write down the... All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the next uh, league will be a combination of tasks, relics, and a unique rule set. They have several ideas for what the theme would be. Um, and in the in the blog, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a, um, explanation for what these themes actually are. But of the themes, it'd be kingdoms and factions, uh, where it's pretty much... It, it appears kind of like Age of Empire-like in terms of like that one. PvP-oriented, which kind of self-explanatory. Seasonal, which um, I, I didn't actually read what that one was. Scramble and Gridlocked. Um, are you a fan of any of these ideas or leagues or leagues in general? What do you think that they should do for their next league? Uh, I don't think anything is going to top the Twisted League. Um, besides maybe the Mauritania, just because of the hype with Swampletics, but I feel like that might be the next one, or the Desert one, and then the Karamja, and then it's just going to be dead game mode, I think. Um, I played the Twisted League, though, and it was, it was, it was fun and interesting, just, it was, it was something new, and it was, I liked it, and the, uh, the relics and everything, I feel like they do need to make it higher tiers and more points because you were able to unlock like the the tier five relic whatever after like day two or three i think and it was what like a whole month or six weeks something like that how long was it it was like two months wasn't it i think it was three or two and a half oh my lord three I th yeah and I think that was. Too I think long. It was, i think it was three and it um spanned over the course of uh like christmas break so, somewhere like around that, right? Yeah, it, uh, it was November too long. I think it was like November through uh, January, right around that time frame. It's a good idea, but I don't, I don't know how many more uses they can get out of it with certain areas. Um, I would like to see something like uh, King of the Skill come back, though. Man, you stole. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I guess out of these, uh, I'm most in fan uh, favor of Gridlocked. I don't know exactly where, but it's, that seems most appealing to me. Although I didn't even do Twisted League. Um, but yeah, I think the thing they should do is just instead just bring back King of the Skill. And this time, like, actually get people the rewards, you know? It took some of those guys like two years to get the rewards, isn't it? I'm pretty sure someone still hasn't. Got Are it. you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's someone that hasn't. Ooh. I don't. Oh. Hey, look at them again. Oh, I don't remember shit. the name, but it was like, I think it was, I don't God know, bless Twitter eight. profile had like a basket. It was like an empty basket. Um, with the, with the next league, I think that they should, and this will always be what it is that I want to see with the leagues is that they have the, um, you know, kind of like the 2013 original RuneScape release for a league because the game is so different like there's not a single thing you do now that you did seven years ago upon release so i would love to see uh yeah that that would that, like 
it would I be agree. it would be so different from you know like whereas you know like gridlocking it to certain areas you know karamja or mauritania or all this other stuff like that uh Zaya was a good idea uh but i think that just having the whole like open up the game to like the entire world map obviously pre you know all the other expansion shit but like the map end game as it was upon release twisted league with that it would be great like mining with no mother load just little things yeah, like that yeah that would be really good i just really, got well that, that wouldn't that wouldn't be um really i mean although like people didn't use herb tar for um mining back in 2013 cuz the people didn't know about that as a method like people can still do that yeah. now though like it, it like it was theoretically possible in 2013 there's a lot of like tick tick manipulation things that weren't discovered in 2013 that could be done if the game were reverted back to then i'm Did wondering if there's like any a lot tick of manip- bug fixes i didn't hear either of you two <laughs> go ahead <laughs> i was just saying they'd have to track down a lot of bug fixes just like when they first came out the server oh, but they missed a ton true. so they had to yeah they'd have to basically take the original and then re 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 like fix stuff yeah I wonder if there's any tick manipulation methods out there that still haven't been like discovered. I'm sure there are. Like, I mean, like, some, like one ticking something. I mean, uh, I doubt it, but. Uh, Karamb ones. Okay, well, never heard and, of that one. And chins, I guess. <laughs> How do you do that? Offering bones too. I'm talking like fishing or woodcutting <laughs> or mining or. Yeah, I mean, there's def- there's definitely a lot of stuff out there that um, either aren't known at all by anyone, or there's been a very good job by those that do know to keep that uh, under wraps. We gotta just break out the bull roar. Yo, who who was that way back in the day that tried that was messing with that death by bow? I think. <laughs> I have not heard that name in a long time. Me neither. What was he doing? Whose line was it? Just running around with the bull I think he was using the bull roar while making gnats. Yeah. It increased his hour. But, uh, yeah, going back to leagues, I did play the Twisted League on my Hardcore Iron Man, and I did enjoy it quite a lot. I think with the amount of challenges and tasks that they had for the Twisted League ones, three months was a good amount of time. I, however... Don't know if they'll be able to get that many tasks and that many achievements for other areas of RuneScape. Maybe more so Mortania now that they're going to be releasing more content with the new quest coming out and everything. I think the gridlocked ideas are fun, but eventually they're going to run out of areas to do it. And then, like you said, it's going to become a dead man tournament. <clears throat> or a dead content ter- tournament. <laughs> so I think other ideas, like you said, Randy, like implementing a map that was as old school was released and having a tournament for that, that would be an awesome idea. Maybe they can think about um, implementing more tournaments that are time-based instead of just or era-based, I guess I would say, in Gillen, rather than just doing like a gridlocked or a seasonal or a PvP. I think opening their horizons a bit more on what they would do with it would definitely make it more interesting and engage more people. I agree. 
the death updates start oh i'm sorry in the post they say that the death update uh stated that a mid-june release is now more likely than before um so they talk about how those mechanics are going to be in the blog there and they've talked about them for quite a bit but what do you think about their post uh kind of anticipating the release of these uh, mechanics here coming up in what's uh, looking like a month I haven't even personally looked at what the new death mechanics are going to be yet. I've just been kind of waiting for them. Well, just don't die then, I suppose. It, yeah. <laughs> what, what is the death mechanic? I don't. I, I don't trust the website anymore because you die. You make it's basically gravestones of the past. You, you pay a fee to get stuff back. Um, if you don't get there quick enough, if I think if you get there in time, you just gear shit. Whatever, it's fine. Um, you can sacrifice stuff for money just take them out of the game as that to use for that fee yeah so yeah. a mixture of gravestones and the reaper from rs3 yeah, yeah. with a few extra things gotcha yeah, and, and basically you can basically you'll never lose things i mean you can lose money but you'll never actually like whatever and it has the um you know like the timer um would only go down so long as you are logged in Yep. And your stuff yep. is available, nice. <clears throat> and your stuff, your stuff, yeah, your stuff's available. Like, say you die at Rune Dragons or something like that on your you know world on worlds, yeah, it, you can go log in any world, and your stuff will be there. Um, oh, that's good. That's that's any world. Yeah, so your depends stuff depends on how long that timer is, though. Also, your uh, stuff will. I think it's, it's ten or fifteen minutes. Something like yeah. that, but that timer only goes down while you are logged in. So, say you're, you know, at Rune Drags, you disconnect. Um, your internet's down. You die. Your internet doesn't get back up for like three hours. You have no idea what world you were in. You died. Uh, you, That's fair. You, you log in. Your shit's still there. You got, you know, ten minutes or fifteen minutes from the time that you log in to get it. Something, something, also, something, something to that effect was your stuff. Uh, your you have a grave that would pop out of instances as well, like Scotizo or whatever. Corp. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, if you're doing the, the instance. yeah. Also, I think God Wars, so you don't have to get Casey. So do they say that one I actually graves? don't like is the God Wars. Yeah, one. that's what that, I was concerned about. I, yeah, that I, I, I mean, I understandably, you, you probably would have some trouble getting, you know, the 40 kills in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, prepare yourself for the fucking death with the ecumenical keys, you know. Yeah. Got to be ready. With the gravestones, did they say that they were going to implement like an upgrading option for like the timer like they did in the past in RS2? Uh, like if you no. got a certain amount of quest points. Okay. No, I, I don't believe so. I mean, it's open to be expanded upon, they've said. Did What did they say that the time was for the gravestone? Oh, I don't remember uh, it was probably like 15 minutes, as Randy said. But yeah, it can be changed in the future. It can be, the whole system can be expanded upon. And is it, so when you go into the gravestone, is it going to pop open with like an interface? Yeah, like yeah. Like you would get it like work? Okay. Yeah, basically that. I think some of the uh, prices are being changed as well with the bosses that currently have such a system. Like some are being increased or decreased. And, uh, right, because they're all, all over the place. I think you'll have a leniency at Zolra and maybe something else, which is weird, but whatever. Zolra is free, right? Well, right yeah. now. It, yeah, Zolra's free, Vork is 100, 
and Nightmare sixty. Also, like those death mechanics. By also okay. those death mechanics. By the way, I don't think that they apply to the Ultimate Iron Man. Yeah, no, they don't. Which was weird. Yeah. But... <laughs> if they add this, these death mechanics, they should remove the. If if any of y'all know, like with Vorkath or like uh, Hispori or Tob, like you get the option to claim your items, but then you could also bin all your items. I think that's dumb that that option is there. I doubt. Many people have actually clicked on it and you know deleted all their. I mean, people have taken their Avernic hilt off. If there, if there, if there's a a chance to misclick and fuck yourself, people have done it or will do it. Yeah. You know, like like going back going back to when I was doing um what was that thing when you get like the uh, fishing trawler and get the angler outfit pieces, I accidentally (laughs) like um, misclicked and couldn't collect one of my pieces and it was gone. You know, so if there's a chance for someone to misclick, someone will. Just don't. Yeah, j- just get good, I guess. Don't misclick. Don't die for it. Anyone else have any more to say on the um, death mechanics? Dan, did you get a chance? I'm just like, I just want to say I'm in agreement with the... Uh... I'm not a fan of the uh, God Wars dungeon because yeah, key is they like it, you're just making keys not a thing really. Um, and then 15 minutes. I think it's 15 minutes what they said. I'm not sure if it's 10. Either way, I like the fact that the timer is going while logged in rather than just time in general. In general. Yeah. That'll be really nice. I think one of the real good, nice, big things is that it's able to be across all worlds and not just the specific one that you are on. Right, like, say you your internet goes down and you die at a boss. Like, good luck remembering what world you were in if you weren't paying attention when you hopped. And now you have an hour to get your internet back up and get all your stuff. I know we've we've talked about this a lot of times. It's just nice that it's finally gonna be here. They, right, or so they it. so they say, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Still yeah. waiting on the account security blog. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, certainly a question. Uh, yeah. Winter twenty twenty. They mentioned it in the the Gazette, saying, oh, <laughs> acknowledging right. that people were having issues. <laughs> You're right. Winter twenty seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, they released <clears throat> yesterday was the annual survey. So, did you guys do it? If you did, how long did it take? What did you have to say in it? What did you think about that survey? Uh, and also, uh, just a side question on that: uh, they're giving away fifty gift cards to Amazon for fifty dollars. What would you buy uh, with that gift card if you were to get it? I did it. It took me like, it took me like an hour and a half, two hours, because I thank was also you, hunt- thank you. I, I, well, I was hunting chins at the time too, so there's too many checkbox questions or answers of just pointless stuff. Um, overall, it was pretty good. It just reminds me of like, um, uh, when when I was in the military, the command climate surveys that we would do for our units or whatever, and it was literally just. Oh yeah, like it's it's our time to shit on the command or whatever, and it's just you just sit there and keyboard warrior and just bash like oh you this company sucks this isn't that. 
Um, I did that a little bit with uh, just like account security and too much updates and not enough. Uh, what is it? Qu quality over quantity, things like that. And I also put in there 200 mil capes. But it, overall, it was pretty. It was, it was all right. It wasn't that bad. It's, it's interesting. Uh, there was a lot of questions in there that I was surprised that were being asked. Um, apart from like uh, things like, would you like a new skill in the game, or would you prefer uh, things like uh, they had pictures of OSHD and that oh, new I, other virtual. I, I really client. hated how the fire cape looked in uh, one of those images. Yeah, it was like it very was bright, awful. It's all blue. Yeah, I mean. It, it it's nice that like certain things in the game that I would like to see are being I wouldn't say acknowledged but are like being brought up and like they're like Jagex is aware of them. So as far as the Amazon gift card, fifty dollars, I don't know. Probably dog food for my dog. You know, I got some dog food off uh Amazon a couple weeks ago and the the package arrived, so like it was a cardboard box, and then it was like a 30-pound uh, bag of dog food inside. There was a rip in my fucking bag, dog food spilling out into the fucking box. No. So I called them, and they, you know, well, the customer is always right, baby. They sent me another one. It also depends on who delivered it. Was it <clears throat> Amazon, or was it like UPS and FedEx who just like fuck up your package? Uh... It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't matter uh, if it is. You know, through Prime. Oh, okay. Okay. Podcast never getting sponsored by FedEx or UPS. <laughs> <laughs> no man. This is an. This is an Amazon fucking. This, yeah. Fuck UPS. Fuck FedEx. USPS is uh, fine. So I. I don't. I don't want to say that there's just only one shipping coming. USPS. Shout out. I've just brought it up because my dad and girlfriend have been showing me TikToks of like the Amazon Prime dropping off your package, and it's like, oh, have a good day, ma'am. And then it's like FedEx just throws it through your door, uh, <laughs> and then FedEx runs in there and kidnaps your brother or something, and just starts beating him out on the street. It's just, I don't know, they're just dumb. That's funny. Yeah, your dad's on TikTok. But yes, <laughs> yes, I don't want to talk about the it. The TikTokers are the worst. <laughs> the my dad's absolute. On there, yeah. My, he does I, like, I'm embarrassed for you. Well, so my dad was. Uh, <laughs> he, he was. Justify his dad in <laughs> yeah. So he was. He was. No, you're uh, you're digging the grave. Well, he was he was special forces, so he does a lot of like gun stuff and like, oh, this is what you should do during the coronavirus or whatever. And it's like he shows you how to like do like a face mask with your t-shirt and just like which is not very effective no at all no not at all but I, he, he does stuff like that and it's just like i don't know hmm. <laughs> well going back to the annual survey I, I didn't even know that there was one until this podcast i'm definitely gonna go participate in it good luck on the gift card if i get the gift card that's uh, definitely going to be going towards some Yu-Gi-Oh cards on Amazon to Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy me a new yeah, first edition booster box of an Ignition I, Assault. I have not gotten Yu-Gi-Oh cards since like 2004. Damn. That's, Do you that's, still have I your just stuff? I started again last oh, month. I, 
I had a good amount. I just like put them in a bag and gave them to my brother, though. Is the uh, blue eyes white dragon worth a lot? Probably oh, yeah. not, depending on what version you have. The, yeah, or, maybe the original. Cards. The original oh. one's not worth as much as the uh, the Game Boy version one that you oh. could get with the game. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking like definitely the original, like the normal one. Like there was a Kaiba dead. It's it's so. still worth it's a lot of money like if you get anything out of the legend of blue eyes first edition set like you're looking at you, you know more. a lot more than i do <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyways yeah the survey it was it was real real long uh not a ton stood out to me that i'm remembering yeah it was just kind of annoying to do uh i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see if money's probably not if so i i, I don't know <laughs> let's see <laughs> I, I filled it out. Uh, I did it yesterday. I thought that it was going to be um, definitely on the shorter side in terms of length. But, dude, this thing took like an hour and f 15 minutes for me to do. Um, and, like, I, like, I'd open up a new, like, you know, you keep moving on from page to page and you'd be like, okay, okay, this has got to be, you know, ending somewhat soon. There is so much data and information that they were able to collect. And hopefully they can use this to improve the game. Um, some of the things that I, um, appreciated on there was like asking, like, how much do you enjoy this skill? How much do you enjoy that skill where it'd be like, not at all. Or, I like it a lot and stuff like that. So it kind of gave me, a um, <clears throat> gave me an opportunity to sit back and kind of evaluate all the skills like one by one and then kind of have it on a little, uh, graph to where I can see what skills I like and dislike the most. So that was interesting. I get crafting now. <laughs> yeah it was like uh do, do you like the skill rune crafting no not at all what is the skill that needs the most updating to it rune crafting <laughs> do you like rune crafting a lot neither slightly disagree slightly like slightly strongly agree whatever this isn't that slightly I, strong i i didn't like yep. i didn't like how many of those you know pick a like on that little yeah. sliding scale thing to pick where where it was on you know how strongly you felt one way or the other that got to be very lengthy and man i can't believe it took that long um if i fired when i'd uh been looking to acquire uh you know a book um recently and would uh use my 50 dollar amazon gift card on uh the art of the deal by the king <laughs> That's a really good book. Hey, you read it? No, I don't read. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> you go and learn today. The art of the deal. Um, in the end, so there were a couple questions in there that I did like. Uh, so kind of just uh, take a couple, you know, steal some uh, unoriginal content from the survey in there. Uh, go over just a uh, two of them here. That I thought were nice. Um, the in the annual survey they asked um, what your um, favorite PC or console game outside of old school RuneScape was in the last five years. I couldn't come up with anything uh, more so because like I haven't really played like console games or other like PC games really to the point where I'd say like yeah that's my favorite other RuneScape game. What um, what about you guys? Um, what what has been your favorite non RuneScape game on the, like PC or console in the last five years? I honestly haven't played a whole ton of different things at least in the past five years. Like I did speed running. Well, I mean, like 
they said individual, <clears throat> not a series. Like if it, if they said series, then I would probably <clears throat> just say Spyro again. But uh, no, I haven't played a whole <clears throat> ton of games besides RuneScape in the past five years. Like I played League, but the last time I played was like 2014 or whatever. So I wouldn't count that. You don't you don't got anything? Some nothing. Uh, <laughs> not not that I could. That was, that was a lot of nothing. <laughs> there, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, like, there's. Uh, I, I don't know if I could say like favorite in terms of like how much I've actually played and whatever. Because like I recently, you know, because it's only like what two months old now. The uh, the new Ori game I was playing that running that. Uh, but again, like, is that too early to call it your favorite over the last five years, other than RuneScape? Yeah, I think. Although I'm, I'm, I'm done with it for right now. I, the new patch has me sad. Uh, so one thing that I didn't like about this question was that they didn't want franchises; they wanted like specific titles. Yeah. So like it, <clears throat> which that that to me was somewhat of a problem. Like if I could pick like one thing like standalone like including like franchise it would be uh like call of duty zombies that would be like my favorite stuff that's come out over the last five years that's not runescape um you know i used to play madden uh quite a bit uh competitively but that was before you know once i started playing old school i just completely dumped that so so i haven't really done anything on there in the last five years so other things that have come out in the last five years that i've really liked to be, like call of duty zombies and i like the, the, they've been pretty good on like a number of the different games of those ones like black ops 3 i like those zombies quite a bit but i certainly wouldn't say that's my favorite pc or console game outside of old school in the last five years just because like I, that's what i have the most time on that in uh dragon ball xenoverse 2 but i don't know like really made me think like i i have really been neglecting a lot of other like pc console games uh, I got this ever-growing list um, that I'll be hitting at after retirement from RuneScape, which is still growing and will probably take like fucking like eight years to go through that. Um, so I don't know. There, there, there's a lot. Uh, I put CS:GO down. Um, I played a lot of CS:GO over the summer. And after I maxed, I had a little post-max burnout. And uh, CSGO was one of my favorites. Still is. I still enjoy it. Um, and Rust, which if anyone's never played Rust, don't. It's uh, uh, like you thought PvP and RuneScape was bad. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Is it worse yeah. than like uh, Xbox 360 Modern Warfare 2 lobbies? Yes. That was my like shit. Imagine, so okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you, that's where that's when Dan ran. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little brief rundown. So keep, let's keep, say keep, keep play, it civilish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say you and some friends, you start off as like naked or whatever, and you go out and hmm. just collect resources and stuff. Let's say game? you spend about yeah. Let's <laughs> say you, well, you, got, you got you got my attention. <laughs> Let's say you go out with your friends for about, you know, I don't know, the, the rush you can play. I mean, it was bad. I put 430-something hours in the first month. Um, yeah, yeah, it was bad. And I had school still, and I, yeah, it was bad. Um, I was dropping 30 HP weeks, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, 
so you run around for like six hours collecting resources and this, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, it's like 18 hours in and you're having a good time. And then a 12 year old door camps, you gets into your base, grabs all your stuff that you spent 18 hours getting. Uh, and then the little 12 year old just starts calling you all these ra- uh, really bad words. Yeah. The internet can be so mean. And you repeat. <laughs> you do it all over again. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's not. <laughs> but it can be. But it's not. It's one of those love-hate games where you're just like... Yeah. But you love to hate. Sounds like it. Alright, Dan, what about you? Are we going strictly... Uh... Like survey rules? Can I just say a franchise? Um, you can say you can cheat and say franchise, but try to give me a single game if you could. Within the last five years is somewhat of a little like a difficult time frame. Um, I usually like when I I've been Xbox, so Xbox 360, then Xbox One. Uh, I normally would. Are you gonna get the new Xbox when it drops? I don't think so. I think I'm done with consoles, to be honest. Um, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess, where the account's at then. I've just been super focused on RS, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I used to buy the COD every year, and then NHL every year. So um, the last five years is difficult, though, because I've been kind of out of the console. Gaming. Yeah. Um, Modern Warfare 2 and COD World at War were my favorite uh, franchise. I guess like COD games and then like NHL 11. But yeah, COD World at War, Hardcore Team Deathmatch, STG, Bouncing Betty's, just absolutely pooping on kids. <laughs> um, we're a little bit out of the five-year range though. Yeah, but I'm a boomer, <laughs> so my, my mobile answer is going to be also a boomer. But that's the uh, next question. All right. So for me, just casually playing RuneScape and only getting back into it over the last year, I've played quite a few different games over the last five years. The main notable ones, I'd probably say top three would be like the Borderlands series, mainly Borderlands 2, uh, Destiny, mostly Destiny 1. I'd probably put 1,500 hours into that. And then probably my favorite would have to be Monster Hunter World. Hell yeah! That's that's one of the, that's one of the top games on my um, uh, like had, RuneScape retirement list. I've had so much fun <clears throat> playing that game, and even just going through the same fight over and over and over again. Like it'll happen different many times. It'll how would you, just be really, really interesting? How would you say the PVM mechanics in that compare to the PVM mechanics in RuneScape? Oh, they're much, much different. I would compare it more to like a Dark Souls or a Sekiro in its combat and the way it plays. A lot of emphasis on dodging and iframes, <clears throat> positioning your character at the right time to do maximum damage. I like the new things they brought, like jumping off of walls and like on top of monsters. Yeah, I really like the uh, the new claw shot and everything that you have. Oh yeah, there's a new weapon. Really awesome. Uh, there's no new weapon type, it's just the, um, so your slinger now has a clutch claw that you can grapple onto monsters and create a weak spot on them, so you can do increased damage to specific parts of them. Oh, so you can just, like, instantly break something, kind of? 
Yeah, it wouldn't like instantly, but you create a weak spot and then like your weakness exploit skill does additional damage to weak points on monsters and such. Was that info ever actually in game? Because I just remember looking at like game facts. Yeah, it all it all came it all okay, came with good. when the Iceborne update okay, happened. Good. They had a whole tutorial on it. You can go into the training area and they'll take you on a little training mission through it. Maybe I should play that at some point. That is one thing that Monster Hunter World did a lot better than previous Monster Hunters is their tutorials and getting people to understand more of the game. Yeah, they really didn't do that it. is a game that if you just jump into, you're going to be so freaking confused and have no idea what to do. All right. Typical JRPG fashion. Very good. Also part of the survey, they asked what your favorite mobile game to have come out in the last five years besides old school was. Um, you guys got any uh, favorite mobile games in the last five years? I uh, just recently started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, and that's pretty much been the only other mobile game that I've played besides Old School RuneScape. I don't have an answer within the last five years, but I just wanted to shout out Snake on the Nokia brick phone. <laughs> Real boomerangers. Oh, it's me. Um, I don't really play mobile games a lot. Like, I can only remember ever touching three. <clears throat> One being like old school mobile, like, but not like actually not really doing anything. So I don't even know if that counts. Uh, the only other things I think were RuneScape, Idle Adventures. <laughs> hey, Idle Adventures was not a bad game. I am very disappointed that they shut that shit down. That was fine. And then the other one was like some mobile Maple Story game or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I've never like seriously played any. Man, no, no, mo no mobile Shadow Legends. <laughs> Man, I see people play COD on mobile. Like, am I working? Dude, I'm that is fan. Like, Call of Duty Mobile is fucking incredible. That sounds really? terrible. What? So <laughs> the game, the gameplay is so smooth. You know, you can you can play like touchscreen or you can play like with a controller. Um, it's really good. There's actually there's there's uh, qualifiers going on right now for a tournament. Um, controller. What? Controller is OP on mobile Call of Duty. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, yeah, Did they have better servers than RuneScape? Uh, I have never disconnected from Call of Duty Mobile. I've witnessed some people who have had shitty connections in Call of Duty Mobile not having good connection, but that's on I them. Mean, it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun because I feel like I'm getting matched up against uh, like 13 year olds with cracked iPhone screens, so they just don't have a fucking chance in a in a um you know uh firefight so it's a lot of fun uh call of duty mobile uh i think is like the best quality game i've ever on ever seen on mobile uh and i would say like in terms of quality it like far surpasses the quality of old school runescape as well and i've had a lot of high praise for that so call of duty mobile um I think is the best game. It's not my favorite. I do like Dragon Ball Z Dokkan battle uh, more. Uh, however, you know they're 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 all like tier one. You know, kind of substitute. Like I pl I play all three of them uh, every day on the phone. Big mobile gamer, by the way. Big gamer. How do mobile FPSs even work? Like in terms of like quick reaction time, aiming. Um. You know, so you on the screen for Call of Duty, you have like uh, 
two like an area on the left and an area on the right where you would imagine where like the analog sticks would kind of be and uh you know you use the left to uh, like look around and um i'm sorry use the left to like move direction stuff the right one to to move um to like change where you're aiming or the direction in which you're going um there's advanced controls and there's basic controls as well now the question with that is like the ogs can you like can you do stuff like trick shots and everything like the end lens swaps and stuff if you have a controller definitely that just seems so silly though like if you have a controller why don't you just play on a console uh, because yeah. not everyone has access to it and it's also free to play on uh, mobile and mobile uh if you have a phone that can play such a game you probably have the money for a console so, I don't know. Call Duty Mobile a lot always. of fun. Anyone interested? Anyone interested? an iPhone 10. Yeah, <laughs> I I see a lot of people with food stamps having a lot of uh, really nice fucking shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. C- yeah. Catch me on Call of Duty Mobile at me- Randalicious RS. How about that? The yeah. Plug. Yeah. Alright, um, getting back a little bit onto um, RuneScape here. Uh, this question adding in here um, that happened after the podcast uh, had gotten put together is um, the Rank 2 Ultimate Iron Man uh, X Hexus, by the way, before leaving. Uh, he got PK'd and lost his 2 bill plus bank. And um, here, let me let me link the, uh, the tweet for it here in the chat. So here you go. <clears throat> so it looks like he lost, um, yeah, two bill. Um, so they they sold all of it in the GE, and it apparently ended up being two point three bill. So if you were an Iron Man and you had that happen to you, would that be enough to make you quit? Suicide entire- watch. <laughs> yeah, like what or like what do you think about <laughs> Call his that death? toll free number? You know what 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 do you think about his death and um, you know. W- he, so he apparently died doing a master clue out in the wilderness. I don't know what, what what's what's your take on uh, his unfortunate situation. I mean that's that's horrible. <laughs> but uh, he could have at least used a suicide method and then not, not given the PK or the benefit of the doubt of getting the two bill. <laughs> Well, if he would have died in the world, so like, would that have been like storing it at Zora, or what? What do you mean? Yeah, so he would. So if he would have stored it at Zora and then died in the wilderness, would that not have removed his shit from Zora? I don't. Yeah, he would have. Either way, if he dies, he's gonna lose his shit. Not necessarily. If 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 he had if he had everything in Zora and he died to say an NPC in the wilderness, everything would be gone too. I'll talk about it later. Mm. But since he had it all on him and he got PK'd, the PKer got everything. I don't think he had it all on him because people were saying that's too small of an inventory for a UIM or something like that, saying that he had stuff in a storage. He probably he he might have. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I mean, I, I don't think he. I saw lost a, it. I saw a screenshot afterwards, and he had uh, uh, and he had like 500 mil still left over. I think it was like 512 mil stored somewhere somehow. I don't yeah, know. I just Enlin swapped the rest of that. 
I mean, it definitely looks like he lost the majority of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I don't... can't even with having all that equipped, I can't see him really having more than like two or three inventory spaces open. So then everything that he got the money back from was just stuff that he had throughout storages, like the seed vault and stuff like that, where you don't lose it on death. It's wild. Um, very demotivating. Uh, probably log out the game for a little bit, but I don't know. I think if you invest that much time into it, it would be, at least for me, it would be difficult to just straight up leave that account and not at least try to go again. I mean, you took the risk in going into the wilderness, so you can't really like get mad at people. I mean, he made the choice to go in there, but I don't know, man. If I if I'm going into the wilderness with two build plus as an ultimate Iron Man like that, I feel like, you know, having at least five trustworthy friends to uh, kind of escort you right. along Body the way. Bodyguard you. Yeah, sure. pay you know pay them to keep you alive. Mm -hmm. I don't. Know, I feel like that would have. Uh, it's gonna cost you a lot less than two bill. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a um, a smart thing to do. Yeah, I mean, Iron Men say they stand alone, Levine, but they really don't. Go go look at any efficient Iron Man Slayer. They're cheesing. You're not the, the smart ones. They're they're they're, che they're cheesing the game mode. They don't stand alone. I've done alone. a little bit of that actually, as of recently, the Alt Slayer. It's actually really nice. You don't stand alone. You're a phony, a big fat phony. Nah, he's he's an innovator. The environment's coming out later. Shout out to the boys who know the uh the episode. Yep. Uh, if I had this happen, I'd quit. Gone. See ya. Like, I mean, you just lost like everything. It. Right, and it's not like he can buy it back either. Yeah. He's got to go earn all that back. Like that was probably thousands of hours worth of gear that he just lost. Gone. You want to know the worst part, though, is that he died, I think, like a year ago and lost everything as well to Rot. So they killed him again, I believe. And um, I think as of recently, he just got all of his items back. He, there was a tweet about it where he's like, oh, I got all my items back or whatever after being killed. And he, he should just not died have tweeted again. that. Not the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the first time he lost everything. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of, isn't that the worst thing that he got clowned on by Rot twice? Well, I don't but know I mean, if it was Rot if, twice, but he did. Yeah, if it was Rot twice, and just from the first thing happening, if you got run over by Rot posting on social media saying you got all your stuff back is not the action that I would take personally. I found the tweet April 14th. A year later, I finally have all my stuff back. <laughs> so a month ago, he got all like, of his stuff back from dying over a year ago. That's awesome, and congrats, but you just put a giant you target on your back. all again. Yep, and guess <laughs> what they shot <laughs> right yeah I, I i think if for some reason if i was dumb enough to allow this to happen yeah i would just, <laughs> just say, say, say that again say that again if i was dumb enough to let this happen to me i would no. quit too and make a new one so make a new find a new Sorry. game oslo hey. said he died at skatizo I, I did too once and then lost Tassie's swoops. Um, <laughs> so if you're dumb enough, you're like, you know how dumb you guys <laughs> be to die at Skatizo? 
right. You're right. But hang on, hang on. There's something different in this situation. If you can put everything you have into your inventory, worn, and a looting bag, you can do suicide method like at Edgeville and keep all of your shit on the ground. So you literally don't have to risk everything. And you wouldn't, if you die, storage would be lost because there would be no storage. You can do that for a lot of that kind of stuff. I thought if you died with items on the ground, you still lost them, just like if they were in a chest. What? No, if if you have a bag, everything just spills out of it. If you, if it's not a PvP death, you just like pick nettles or whatever, and they're just on the floor for an hour. Right, but what I'm saying, if he would have still went into the wilderness and all that stuff was on the ground, if he would have died to that PK, he oh, still no, would have lost no. all of that stuff. No, wouldn't he? What was that? He'd still be on the ground. Oh, I thought. No, with the pile on the ground, the ground. death. Okay. I was thinking of uh, a double death with sword. Like, yeah, if you have stuff in Zora and you get killed, then yeah, that stuff's gone. But yeah, just, I, I, I was under the impression that even with it on the ground, the same thing happened. No, nah, you good. Yeah, either uh, just don't do wildy clues or take the time and set stuff up. Like, yeah, people said, like, the extra time that he would have, uh, you know, a little bit extra needed to be spent to move your stuff around and make that work. That's much less time than getting everything back again. It would have been worth it. Yeah, I've died and lost don't do well all my lose. shit on my ultimate Iron Man. It was only like 1.5 mil, <laughs> and that was in and of itself demotivating enough for me to not really want to try to get it back. I can't even imagine on the scale that he lost. <laughs> I would, I would definitely quit. <laughs> He's the rank two of silliness. Died on my hardcore at uh, the Zaya skeleton by the altar. <laughs> I lost uh, like 30 mil blood runes or something like that, and I didn't go back and pick them up. <laughs> Wish I was that rich. <laughs> Certainly can't relate. All right, so we... We do get a lot of uh, submitted topics for the podcast, um, and one of these ones just was specifically targeted for me. I don't. I mean, something like that. I feel like you know you could tweet me in the future, but uh, they asked. Um, Can I answer this one for you, Randy? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll allow it, and I'll, uh, I'll let you know if I have All anything. Right. Uh, All right. All right. So, so here read, we are. Read off the question the and then answer it. All right. This is Randy. Well, no. I'm curious as a cop, how fast does somebody have to be going for you to pull them over? And this is Randy. He's doing his little speedometer thing or whatever, you know, tracking people on the road. So, oh, 56 and a 55 pulls him over. Ma'am, do you know why I pulled you over? Sir, uh, I don't know. Ma'am, you were going 56 and a 55. Uh, okay. Yep, here's your ticket, ma'am. Have a great day. Um, Hold on. Uh, Can I say all right, yeah, go ahead. Your your, your turn. <laughs> she got to get home to her farmer. R- Randy would drop his fucking phone at AFK Barbfish while the guy's in the <laughs> Oh, this guy's and, flying! And then he flips the sirens on. And, Yay! And then chase him down. Uh, and then make up a random number. Gives <laughs> him a ticket anyways. 23. Joy. A- anyone got their own uh, other take? My take is you're not going to put down your phone to stop your AFK gains unless you're doing 10 or higher. <laughs> um, 
So, so, so to actually answer this question here, uh, you know, it kind of depends on the movie. We do have uh, like speed um, task enforcement uh, times in which, you know, my threshold uh, will will go down significantly. Like uh, at that point, you know, I would kind of like even I'll, I'll, I'll do like eight over. But like I will pull them over like as long as everything is in order and the only thing that's going, you know, say they have insurance, they're a valid driver um, and every everything's in order. They're just going to get a verbal warning um, for something like that. You know, it's I'm going to, uh, you know, pull you over and just make sure that everything is in order. And if it is, then you're on your way. But, you know, if I pull you over for going eight over, you're suspended. The. Uh, your registration's expired, you don't have insurance, well, then that's kind of like where the, you know, stuff starts piling on, but, um, that, that's usually what I would do, um, for, like, just pure speed, like, enforcement stuff, which we have grants to do that, on uh, certain times that you can sign up for, but, um, usually, um, I think around 11 is otherwise where I'd target, because the... When filling out um, citations, um, you know, there um, when someone's speeding, it uh, is like categorized. Although you do put in the speed in which uh, someone is going, um, they're pretty much like tiered to where like it would be like speed, you know, one to ten over, eleven to fifteen over, like uh, sixteen to nineteen, twenty plus, and shit like that. So since the um, like the second tier is you know starts at eleven over. Um, that's usually around where I'll start looking at. So I've got a question for you, Randy. Okay. I got a speeding ticket from a cop that said he paced me. How accurate is pacing? And do you guys go through training with that? Um, so yeah, uh, pacing, you can, uh, you, if, if you went to court, you'd probably have a good chance of, uh, winning that. Cause I have seen, in, I did, I have I did seen, win. I ha yeah, I have seen in court an officer, um, on the stand lose when he was testifying about that. But, um, it's pretty much like a more so of a gate. So when, when he gave, gave you that citation, what, um, did he say that you were going an exact speed and he gave, like, did it say like you were given a ticket he, for going, you he know, told me an exact speed, but he said that he he gave me a ticket for unreasonable and imprudent speech. Ooh, see, that's what I would have given if I was in his situation. So I find it odd is, um, I mean, I guess that the totality of the circumstances, you know, seeing what else there isn't, like, how long did he follow you for? And that was a very brief, brief mm, moment. Probably doesn't have much to kind of go on with that. But I would say, so, yeah, so if you're going behind somebody, and I, I had this um, la last year, there was a guy who was going, uh, he ended up, uh, I ended up clocking him at 82 in a 35. Uh, huh? But, I, but I, yeah, yeah, you heard that, you heard that. Uh, but I was, oh. but I was pacing behind him, and like he was accelerating, like starting to get away. Uh, and I was like flying up, and I was, um, you know, trying to mess with my radar because, like, usually I have it set up to where it's only going to pick up the speed of vehicles that are coming towards me. But since he was in front of me, and I was trying to keep up with him, like, um, so by pacing, pretty much you're you're trying to get you know a certain amount of distance behind the vehicle, you know. I don't know. We'll call it like five car lengths or ten car lengths, whatever it is. But the uh, the distance between the two of you is consistent for I would say an extended period of time. Out probably at least like fifteen seconds or something like that to where you can. Okay, yeah, he didn't have that long on me. To where sure. you to where you can confidently say, okay, I am going this speed. So like with the unreasonable and improved, so say you were like he was going fifty five, you may have been going like fifty three, and say the speed limit was thirty five or something like that. 
and he's following behind you for an extended period of time to where he can, based on the pacing, be able to judge that, yes, you are, like, in, you know, violation of the speed limit. Um, I mean, a lot of it is documentation on the officer's part to, you know, for it to be uh, successful, but he obviously didn't do a great job with that. No, he was only following me for a very brief second. It was in one of the uh, one of the highways in Milwaukee. When when did this occur? Last spring. Okay, so case closed. Were you speeding? Now the real question is: oh, Were you? Oh, I was. I was cooking. <laughs> I, was, I was cooking with pancake mix. <laughs> God, God bless the criminal justice so, system. So there was an exit lane coming up and there was just pretty much dead nuts traffic and i saw five semis on my left and i was like well either i get behind these semis and do 25 miles an hour or i pass all these semis and it's clear and open road so i dropped a gear and i passed those semis (laughs) and he was in between those semis (laughs) well all right he said he paced me at 91 were you on a bike or a car i'm in my car was his uh was his pace Accurate ish. Well, hold on. I would say it doesn't even fucking matter. Like the speed limit there is like 55, 60. 50, like, yeah, eh, it's 50. <laughs> so it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, he could say, oh, I was going 70 and he was gaining distance on me. Ah. Fuck that judge. All right. Yeah, so they just they just dropped it down to a faulty speedometer ticket. <laughs> I mean, at least they would pull you over. They just send freaking tickets in the mail here. I got a fourteen hundred dollar ticket in the mail for doing a wheelie down the street on my bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna do that again. Oh no, I still do. But oh, I had a lawyer. Yeah. I, I paid a lawyer like two hundred bucks and he got it dismissed for me because uh there was like insufficient like evidence or something. I don't know what it was. But I mean see uh whatever, I don't care. No, it's funny, uh hearing you talking about like the tears and stuff, it's like eleven to fifteen, that makes it made me think of uh Drake and Josh. And Josh was like, I don't get out of bed for less than two hundred. <laughs> Good old Drake and Josh. I miss that shit. All Actually, right. in the last year, I just went back and rewatched it. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on uh, to the uh, closing end here. So, what has everyone been up to during the podcast, and what are your current goals? Uh, I've been slaying. What's the currently, task? Currently, is Necrils. Um, had some good barrage tasks during this, actually. It's been pretty chill, so it's pretty easy to manage. Um, current goals, uh, well, we're approaching 100 mil Slayer, we're at 97.5, so I'm thinking of just maybe shooting for 200 mil Slayer instead of stopping at 100. And when thinking about it, and when I go over to the girls' place, I usually AFK Flex! Girls, yeah. Uh, girlfriend, by the way. And uh, I'm thinking of learning VM to do while I'm at her place. So. Big boy. Currently want to learn VM so I can AFK that while over there. Well, th- there's there's no AFK. I don't, I, don't, I don't know where you're getting that idea from. It is engaging, click intensive, and a fun method. Just like Zaya Runecrafting? Uh, one claimed to be click intensive, one did not. Just looking through <laughs> your shower in. 
<laughs> that was my favorite. Celery. Huh? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I've been doing Vorkath uh, as a Slayer task just in the meantime. Any Goals-wise, no. Uh, I've died like five times during the stream. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. Do you have uh, the pet? The uh no, I do not have the pet actually. This is the one pet that I'm unlucky on, I guess. I'm only at like eight hundred kill count, but I usually get every fucking pet spoon? in a really spoon fed KC. Um goals wise, finish up two hundred mil range soon and then uh probably finish up two hundred mil hunter and fire making, which will put me at a little bit over one bill total XP. Um, and they'll put me in the top like 75 Iron Man, probably, probably a top, top 80, but just slowly work towards the top page, maybe. I guess so. Uh, been doing Volcanic Mine, 35.4 mil XP. I'm uh, gonna keep uh, Volcanic Mining for next few weeks. Uh, I'm moving in a few weeks, and after I move, I'll start doing a little bit of room crafting. Uh, see that the price is continuing to increase um, to what is going to end up being an unrealistic uh, wage for the uh, runners. So. Uh, looking forward to starting to do room crafting in about an hour. Or, uh, a month, a month. I, I don't know. I was about to say an hour. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're already here in a minute. I'm still sitting at Redwoods. Although this time, I, I don't even know what else I want to do right now. Because I was running Ori before, and now I'm like, I don't want to run that anymore. So I need to figure out what I want to do. Uh, I just hit 70 mil a couple hours ago. You finished 200 mil herb, Abra? Yeah. Nice. That was, that was a few months ago. I mean, if I ever, if I still want to be like, eh, escape stuff, then obviously I'll be doing whatever VM, agility, whatever, and alts for construction money. But right now, it's, I'm just taking it as it comes. I don't know. We'll see. So during the podcast, I've been just running some Prif. And then doing a little bit of alting. I've just got a small goal for this weekend. Try to hit over 1 mil agility XP. That and mining are going to be my next two 99s. Hopefully within the month. Early grants. How close are you to max, Stu? I'm 101 levels away from max. Hunter is my lowest at 79. Other than that, I'm 85 plus everything else. Hunter is a great skill. It is. Okay, I'm not forward even, like, to doing herbivore. I've just been doing my birdhouse runs <clears throat> to get to 80, and then I'm just going to run herbivore to, not, to 99, probably. Yeah, I'm not even playing alt right now. I'm just reclined. Yeah, I'm doing uh, RS3 and one rune drake. Alright. Alright, um, our last one here, then. Uh, give a shout-out, your social media, and then... Uh... Go ahead with a random RuneScape friend. So the only real social media that I got is my Instagram at the underscore stew underscore B. And uh shout out I'd like to give to would be to Bunny Honey. She's the owner of my clan. Great friend of mine. 
And uh, she's real close to max. I think she's uh, under 20 levels now to max. Is she like Lola? I don't know who that is. From Space Jam. Oh, oh. Is that the bunny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a bunny. I thought that was like a Ligma joke. <laughs> Joe. Um, yeah, Hexus. Add Hexus at Twitter. Uh, Twitch, Dan underscore Gleesack. And shout out to the whole GVG squad in fantasy. Making Tom the Bomb come back from retirement of 200 mil all, then dropping him on his head this week. Um, so I've been, you know, continuing to mine in. Um, looking forward. Oh, sorry. Uh, my social media, uh, Randalicious on Twitch, Randalicious RS Twitter, Hexus on Twitter. And, um, you know, you can also check out the Hexus podcast, um, you know, on the Hexus podcast site. Links uh, get tweeted out and a bunch of stuff other regularly, so be sure to keep up with that. Uh, gonna give two shout outs. Uh, first shout out to Jebram. He's gonna be getting one bill agility uh, on June seventh. Don't know if we'll have a podcast before then, but um, you know, God bless him uh, getting that. And then also eight ass for the, um, the gifts uh, subscriptions. Thank you for your support. God Thank bless. You. Uh, Celestris07 on Twitter. Follow me if I don't have you blocked. And <laughs> shout out. <laughs> and shout out to Enlin for all your swapping needs. Paid advertisement this podcast. Jeez. Hey right, man, uh, where's my cut? Working plugs in. <laughs> Abro238 on Twitch. We'll see when next and what next I stream. I don't know. Uh, Abro238. I hate this underscore RS on Twitter and shout outs to Lucy, cool bro, and uh, my my buddy Sean, also in game known as Clue Prodigy. It is his birthday today. Feels birthday, man. Yeah. All right. So the next Texas podcast, unsure um, when it will be. Um, again, like two two weeks would be the earliest. It's either going to be in two weeks or in four weeks. So follow us on Twitter at Hexus for information on when that's going to be. I'm moving in three weeks, so that's why it's not going to be uh, during that weekend. So you know, two to four weeks. Um, will be will be uh, number eighty. So uh, real good shit. We'll see you guys then. Peace out. Bye. Hey, one last thing. I know we did it. Yeah. Like- <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, say, since we're coming up on 80, I, I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was like 40 or 50. Uh, I, I, I only remember... Okay, I've only done it once. I've only Since I've started doing them, it's only happened once, but it used to happen a couple times before. When's the next time we're going to have one like with uh, webcams? Uh, well, we could perhaps do it on 80. I'm going to have to do a little bit of uh, organization to get people who are uh, excited to do it with the cans. That'd be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure that my uh, my backdrop um, is looking uh, acceptable. You move your anime posters? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Puppy cam. Better have Cooper in the background, yeah.
Uh, I mean, he, he he's on he's on another desk right now, being a good boy. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll go with face cams uh, for number eighty. Uh, it's more so uh, due to other people's availability and willingness. So that's uh, certainly more difficult. So we'll see. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, Texas podcast number 79 again um this podcast and all of all other pod future um ones are available on youtube twitch spotify google uh anchor apple breaker overcast radio public pocket cast um give us a like five star rating share it later god bless bye again bye stay hydrated died at vorkas again <laughs> you suck <laughs>